Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 97 and y'all we are in season 6. We're covering two episodes. Well, they were show. combined. Yeah. London part 1 and London part 2. It threw us all according for to Netflix. Well, also according to show notes, production codes as well, Sean. There it's it aired at the same time. Ooh, thunder. Oh, that's a big thunder. Oh, that's a big thunder. Sean confirmed it is fully raining over here. Oh, that's how it is in the south. Up north, where I was fashionably late to this recording session, Ah. it is not raining. And usually we're the late ones, but we started the episode early, and then we were like, oh, this is a long one. Good thing we started it early. And then Sean texts, and he was like, I did not plan for this long episode. So, that worked out. (laughs) Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Because then I, I just puzzled a little while longer, and Joey did. I don't know. Did you get some work done? What'd you do? I was hacking into the mainframe. No, I got some work oh. done. It was great. It Try was try to take over the it was world. A much needed twenty five <laughs> extra minutes or so. But yeah, I don't. I we've kind of said each other's names, but I'm Joey. I am Haley. Welcome back. I am Sean. Yeah, we enjoyed a nice week off there for the Fourth of July, which coincidentally enough how about that getting the independence from england and now we're oh. in wow england this next what episode. a related thing hopefully in your dogs UK. and other animals weren't too terrified by fireworks if that was happening near you or your humans or your humans that's true it's true i do remember when sean uh, was in the same abode as us he would cower under the couch cushions which I thought was an interesting choice. Because like you're Those still, they were going st- to save me. You're still very <laughs> visible. <laughs> well, it's not about yeah. it's not about the fireworks seeing you. It's about them what hitting you, killing, you, destroying I you. I don't know. I don't know how fireworks work. Like in terms of like why dogs are scared of them. I feel like dogs in particular are more scared of them than other animals. But that's just based on a bunch of people telling me about how scared their dogs are. I don't know if I've seen any other animals reacting to fireworks. That's to what I'm. Yeah, that's what I mean. Make that I've bold. Never claim set that, off. But... Never set off a firework in my life. Ooh. Have you set off sparklers? At weddings, yeah. That's Same, fun. Also Is on it, the Fourth of July. Are they not allowed no, okay. where you grew up? <laughs> Is that why? No, it's just like you know. I was kind of firecrackers, and like, nah, I'm good. I'm a, I'm a chill in the house. I'll watch. I'll yeah. watch it. That's fine. But um. As a kid, I was just afraid of, you know, getting Jason hurt. Pierre Pauling or something. And then Jason Pierre Paul happens, and then I was like, I'm good, you know, as an adult, I'm good. So, yeah. Y'all can, because my friends were talking about, oh, yeah, buying fireworks off the side of the road, how they're so expensive now. And that's when I was like, you know what? Never done it, never will. Dang. We used to do, we used to, one of my dad's friends, he, I think, I don't know if it was his house or his mom's house or what, but it they had like a lot of land around it that was really open. So we used to go out there for 4th of July sometimes and then we would do like big firework things, like all kinds of stuff, crazy ones. Um, and then at my grandma's house, she used to live in this, 
I think it was like a retirement community, but she wasn't retired. She was like one of the youngest people that lived there. My grandmother is very young, by the way, if you don't know that listeners. Um, so anyway, so in her whole neighborhood, they would do a big 4th of July show. I think they probably do a new year's one too. Um, but they have an entrance, they have like a lakefront entrance in their neighborhood. Um, so like everyone would gather on the lakefront and we would, they would do a big show. So that was always really cool. Cause we would either like ride in a golf cart down or we would all sit on the back of, uh, tailgates, like trucks, or, um, sometimes you just, you know, picnic blanket on the beach. So we would usually swim. And then when it was fire at work time, we would come out to the, to the sand and it was fun. So yeah, we did a lot of fireworks. My brother is dumb and sometimes we'll do like Roman candle wars. I feel like at least three of my brothers have done this where they and their friends all light a Roman candle. And those are the ones that like shoot out it'll shoot a ball. And then like a few seconds later, it'll shoot another one. So it'll have like, I don't know, six or eight in there and they will shoot them at each other, which is real dumb and scary. Yeah. I think that's, I am like you, Sean, in that I have not really set off. I don't think I've set off actual fireworks, little, yeah. little like firecrackers, sparklers. Sure. But I, it's, yeah, it's more, I don't trust other people to uh, be safe with them, let alone myself. And, just seems like a group of dumb kids that don't really necessarily understand the ramifications of doing stuff. Dumb kids. But hopefully if you set them off, you are being safe and you cleaned up afterwards. Cause that's always a big thing too, is that not everybody cleans up. And then sometimes, you know, you can cause like flat tires and injuries, even with just your trash. So hopefully you all had a fun, safe 4th of July, but now it is not 4th of July. It is time for us to talk about London. It's time for us to travel over over international waters. I'll fly first class to London. Oh. Although it's not really a terrible. Joey's fancy. It's not really a terrible uh, flight. Coach from, experience. Yeah, coach from Austin to London isn't too bad. It's I about six hours. Never you flown first class. It's fancy. I, uh, I would recommend if your flight is over 10 hours to... Uh, well, again, I'm 6'2", and being in coach for that amount of time is tremendously difficult and can last for up to a week on end in terms of structural damage to my lower body. So uh, As someone who's not 6'2", would recommend still sitting up. for that much time yeah. is like a lot of time. I think it's if the, uh, unless it's like five times the price, I guess four times would be bad too, but if... If it's, if it's not, not too much more. Yeah, if it's not unreasonably more expensive, I I would think it's worth it. Because you're also getting better quality meal. They give you, if this is an American flight, you get that sweet, sweet warm chocolate chip cookie <laughs> with milk that they bring to you. I got upgraded one time from Chicago to Miami. This is the first time I flew first class. All those frequent flyer miles going back and forth between college. Got the upgrade and flew on first class. And me and this one other guy, it was very obvious it was our first times. Like, he got up at one point and we like made eye contact. We're like, this is great. Like, this is so cool. <laughs> they bring you that warm towel. Yeah, you don't really know what to do with it. It immediately becomes cold, but it's nice for like six seconds. They bring you a thing of warm nuts. Ew. I'm like, I don't even like the Brazilian nuts, but I'm like, let's pop them in. Let's pop them in. They're hot. They're warm. They're great. And then, yeah, the chocolate chip cookie after the meal, they brought it over. They brought some milk. I devoured it yeah. a la Sean with McDonald's cookies about on par. No, McDonald's cookies are better, but still very nice. Oh. 
to have this this hot cookie in the sky. And then the flight attendant came over and she kind of looked around. She's like, do you want another one? And I said, heck yes, I do. <laughs> and she brought a second one. I enjoyed it just as much as the first. And then my belly hurt later. But back then I was like 18 or 19. So easy. Oh, yeah. Easy oh, uh, metabolism easy. There easy got to rid get of that over cookie. that. Yeah. Now I've I have been, two cookies I'm making for a week. I've sat in the first row of a plane, but I've never been first class. That one just didn't have different. It was just like a smaller plane that didn't have distinctions, really. First row is. Uh, it was intense. It was like great. right by yeah. the door. I don't know. Oh, I yeah. Like no, that. I will. It's uh, it's not an upgrade. It's not a better thing. You don't have uh, the under. Yeah, you, can't you put don't. Under the seat too. Yeah, there's a lot of things you don't have. What a tough life. I remember this is mm, the whatever. epitome of being spoiled. But when my family took our trip to New Zealand and Australia, there was some leg in there where we. I think had, that was the trip that I was. We had business class and we were real excited because uh, we're like business. This, and this is before I had flown first class. I was like 12 or 13. No, I was oh. 14. 14. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And the, my parents were like, now this is going to be business class. So like we got to, you know, we got to act like businessy did you wear yeah, a suit we gotta be like proper and like not slumming it like we usually do in coach and i'm like no everyone does i actually don't know if they said that that's just how i was picturing it of like everyone's gonna be in a suit here and like so i'll wear my nice little polo nice and we get there and it was i like i don't know what the difference was other than it was like slightly more closer up in the plane yeah, yeah. like and I think maybe, maybe there was like an inch or two we have one more inch of leg room yeah but there was i would i don't know why i was expecting like periodicals that I could read like they deliver the Wall Street Journal to me and I could <laughs> I could read whilst enjoying really... my koala chips yeah uh, but... such so a businessy. different perspective yeah but like look at old footage of people flying and they're like yeah. dressed up to the oh, nines well, that's and I love everyone, it no matter where you were on a plane everyone dressed it up it was an event yeah now people are in like clogs and no one wears Crocs and sweatpants, yeah. Yeah, and leggings and sweatpants. So you can com- be comfortable yeah. and pass out. Like I normally do. As soon as the plane engine turns on, that's why first class would be a waste on me because I would just sleep through it anyway. That's true. And, so, and also I'm 5'7", so there's that. Don't but really Sean, you could... Much. Well, let me ask. Do you recline in your chair or are you just upright? You fall asleep. I can fall asleep upright. I normally choose a window seat so I can lean against the wall. Same. Plus, I like to look out the window. I normally choose an aisle because of peeing. He likes to pee in the Issues. aisle. Uh, okay. Yeah, you just turn. Yeah, turn and unzip. The people well, across from you get upset sometimes, but that's on them. Having the window seat and having the control to close the window yes. um, <laughs> is uh, my priority when getting on a plane. So you often close the window is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I'll, look, I'll take a peek out when, as soon as we get out the, up the air. Uh, take a look at my aisle mates. Oh, they're not paying attention. We're closing that shit. And oh, we're uh, on our way down. I'll open it back up so you can see the cities um, as we're coming in. But uh, yes, I have the power. Do you like <laughs> when the see. captain comes on and says something like, hey, we're flying over the Grand Canyon right now or some other uh, impressive view? And then that you can't see you can get up and look at it. Or do you? Or I guess see from your seat you yeah, if you're see. on the correct side. Or do you just want no captain announcements? I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I'm indifferent. Sometimes they wake me up, but I'm able to fall asleep uh, quickly. It's, I think what wakes me up more is the, the uh, flight attendant coming down the aisle 
with the drinks. And I'm like, somebody, please. So I got to stay up just to, so I can tell her that I don't want anything. So that's pretty dreadful. So that you don't I'm have to be woken back. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you tell your seatmate, be like, hey, none for me. And then it, hopefully well, they then, remember and don't shake you and say, hey, do you want anything? And if you're on a longer <laughs> flight, it's hard because then if the person next to you is asleep and you either don't know them or don't know them very well, it's like, should I wake this person up and tell them that like dinner is coming? Probably yes. Like if it's a meal, you should probably tell them. I think if it's just a snack, it's like uh, maybe not. Maybe let them sleep. But that's maybe always the thing where I'm like, a snack uh, for them. Well, yeah. Sometimes yeah. I have done stuff like that. But yeah, it's always that weird. Like maybe I'll wake you up. And I try to like be subtle of like, oh, did you want to wake up? Um, but I just don't know what to do. But yeah, one time I was uh, when I was in high school, I went on a trip to Europe with a bunch of classmates. Like we did a fundraiser and then we went right. Um, but anyway, one of my friends was actually next to me and he was like dead asleep. And, but his girlfriend was across the aisle and she saw the thing coming and she was like, she was just yelling to me, but like silently yelling, like, wake him up, wake him up. And I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. Wake him up. And then, so we did. And I was like, phew. Okay. I averted that crisis. But, and so then after that, I was like, okay, I should probably wake people up. They probably want this food. There was, this is our last uh, airplane story, at least my last one. Y'all can keep telling them. But last year, flying to Seattle, we flew over the Rocky Mountains uh, and just a very gorgeous view. And the captain said, hey, we're flying over the Rocky Mountains. And if you want to look out the left side of the plane, there's a real nice view. And I was like, OK, I'll do it. It was like just, you know, sunset, dusk time. So very nice colors everywhere wasn't quite aurora borealis but very uh, uh very similar in terms of majesty and i was on the right side of the plane but this was a fairly empty flight so i slipped on over and looked out the window and i was like this is real nice <laughs> and i just kind of stood there for like a minute like taking it all in and then i walked back and a guy in the aisle or in the row behind me he's like was that worth getting up for and i'm like you know, it was, it was, I'd, I'd recommend it. And so that's he, how you were talking to him. He kind of, yeah. Like we had that, that old, uh, Sam Elliott narrator, you know, like, it was. you know, you know, son, I think it was. And he got up and looked, he did not stay as long as I did, but he came back and I was like, you enjoy it. He was like, yeah. Nice. Cause it is real nice. How often are you up over a mountain? Depends on how often you fly, I guess. Yeah, but how often can you see it? Sometimes there's clouds. I don't know. Sometimes it's daytime and it's just darkish. But this was like a clear night. What other kinds of weather and and situations could make you not be able to see it? Severe hail. What if you're just on the ground? Severe tea storms. If you're on the ground. What's a tea storm? A thunderstorm? Thunderstorm, yeah. A lightning storm. Oh. Fog hurricane which hopefully maybe, you're not flying in that maybe your window just doesn't work very well yeah maybe the the slider is broken mm-hmm. and it's just down uh-huh it's 311 down i okay anyway it's blink 182 down mm-hmm. or maybe your window has a scratch mark on it from a antsy flyer that thought maybe i can claw my way out of here mm-hmm. which thankfully they can't those windows are very dense and it's tough to scratch your way through maybe impossible unclear i've never seen anyone do it but <laughs> have you seen anyone attempt it no i've seen some angsty flyers before yeah but they're not actually trying to get out that window 
because that would yeah. be real dumb. I suppose. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're going to London this episode. But first, what are we drinking? What are they serving oh. us here in first class? It uh, looks like some Truly is being served up over her. I've got a black cherry lemonade flavored. This was inspired by Sean. We were like, let's get us some Truly. Inspired and by Sean? Yeah, because remember last episode? Last week I you think, had watermelon kiwi. You said this is ago, terrible. Oh, yeah. Let and me we have said some. we'll get better flavors. So we got the lemonade variety. So I have the black cherry, and Joey has strawberry lemonade. Ooh. Oh. I like the black how's, cherry how's, better. Oh, okay. I was wondering how that strawberry lemonade. It's fine, but the black cherry is my favorite of the limited ones because it it's almost a little bit sour, but it just it tastes the most different. I guess the mango one also tastes different. I think because the other one is strawberry lemonade and lemonade, and I feel like those two taste similar. Like they're kind of plain. They're not bad, but they're just like more plain, right? The mango one is a little more fruity, mangoy, popping, and this one's a little bit more sour. So, yeah. Sean, what do you have? You've uh, been rubbing your teeth while we've been talking, so surely something delicious. It's, it's no, um, I, I did not drink today. I'm uh, not wrecked because uh, I've had stomach issues all day today. Oh, so we did we water. We're on a water game. Nice. Sounds try delicious. To, try to feel better. Yeah, hopefully you feel better soon. Yeah, that's a six-hour flight, Sean. So I hope <laughs> you feel better. To London? Yeah. Oh, I feel like it would be more. No, it's a quick one. No, that's not Just bad. Just across it's cool. the pond, yeah. Yeah. You can get there from New York in like four hours. Yeah, I'm going but from you have Austin to first here, get but... to New York. Yeah. Therein lies the problem. So, trivia? Yeah, trivia. We've got a new season, which means new scores. We're starting over at zero penalty for losing this time, I think that's probably still up in the air. I was thinking you get a tomato thrown at you, but you, uh, dis- you know, like you're a bad stand-up comedian. Hmm. Is it but a rotten tomato? Play it yeah. Where is this tomato I, coming I, that from? That depends on your act. And why are we? You also do a tight five. It? Uh, it it would probably be a yeah, it would probably be a rotten one because of waste. Because of waste, we'd buy a fresh one. We'd let it rot. And that seems th- worse. And then we'd throw it at the winner. Why wouldn't we just buy a mostly not good one? we throw it at the loser. I'm sorry. The winner, the winner will avoid a tomato. The winner will throw? The winner could throw it, yeah. Yeah. We could get a dunk tank as well. No, that seems... Push you into the mud. Expensive. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just do a slip and slide. Okay. We'll just do a slip and slide. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can come up with it later. Sounds great. But, but for we now... we should do a slip and slide. We should do a slip and slide. Audience recommendations. Yeah, let us know how we should be rewarded or punished or both. Maybe the winner is rewarded and the loser is punished and Joey is also punished. No. I think so. As a reminder of how trivia (laughs) works, besides having no idea what the prize is, I will ask Sean and Haley three questions each. We'll go back and forth. And we'll see who gets more of them right. That's usually how trivia works, but sometimes it's like a buzz in. But since and sometimes we're it's even all still social even, distancing, you know, and we just tie. We're from apart. Yeah. And sometimes you tie. And that sometimes you have the same amount of points super well. and you tie. But Sean, you will start with your 
first question. Question number one. I do always start with Sean. Until he wins a trivia. Yes, alphabetically first. That's also not not true. I know. Backwards. Reverse alphabetical. Sean, your first question. Oh, no. How was Ron going to propose to Diane? He was he built a canoe. So he was going to propose on that canoe. That is correct. I was going to say that no letters of Sean's name and my name in order are like he's first alphabetically, but that's not true. I know. Your first question. That was just what my brain was doing. Yeah. Time well spent. (laughs) Your first question. Yeah, I did it. What is Diane's middle name? Uh, It's not Tammy, but she says it is at first. It's Elizabeth. That is correct. What a weird middle name. I know. It's fine. Weirdo. I know. One to one. Going into the second question. Sean. Leslie was an answer in the Pawnee Journal's crossword. What was the clue? Who's the worst? That is correct. I also liked that there wasn't a question mark. It's a statement. (laughs) Who's the worst? (laughs) There's no question about it. It's Leslie Nope. It is a fact. Haley, how much weight did Andy lose in one month by not drinking beer? And probably also 50 training pounds? for Guardians of the Galaxy. That is correct. Yo- Man, if we stopped drinking beer and lost 50 pounds. Yeah, it didn't work. I, think well, I, I don't would drink do that. beer, yeah. so. <laughs> I'm just here I mean, to tell not very you. Often, like. You didn't lose 50 pounds, Sean? No. But, you know, as soon as I started drinking beer again, I did gain 50 pounds. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Whenever, it, like, people, especially those, like, who drink more regularly, I think it does make a big impact. And it definitely is a factor. Well, and it depends on your habits, too, when you're drinking. Like, some people, when you're drinking, you're like, mm, I got to scarf down this food, too. So, like, that also doesn't help. So, it just depends. Sometimes... I like to eat when I'm drinking, and sometimes I'm like, I never want to see food again. It's weird. I get polarized about How are food. you feeling right now? I'm full right now because we ate right before this, so I'm indifferent. Anyway, what's my question? Well, you just answered yours. Oh, so well, here's, what's Sean's here's question? Here's Sean's question number three. In Okay, we're, we're transporting to London now, and we're at Lord Covington's uh, estate in, in a big old quad, basically, and he starts pointing around mm. at all the different buildings that he owns. What else does his family own? According to him, at least. Is this a question for me? Yes. Oh, sorry. I was reading sports news. Uh, mm. Better have been good, Sean. He's pretty good. Okay. Um, we'll talk after. Uh. The guy, what else does he own other than all those buildings he did a 360 pointing to in the orange and blue helicopter? Uh, He also owns uh, ice cream. He does not, but London does have it, much to Andy's joy. He wasn't sure if they had ice cream, which are like scoops. (laughs) You put them on a cone. Can we get it? Haley, do you know this answer? I am trying to remember. Is it some islands? Oh! Is it Ireland? No, is it Scotland? It is Scotland. 
that felt like that was kind of a lot of guesses. That was a lot of guesses. But I did. I mean, it is an island. It is kind of like wrapped up in my first guess. It's a land. Uh, Well, we'll see. Half a point. Half a point, sure. Sure. That'll probably be enough for the win then. Unless Sean can steal this last question that is for Haley. Sean rolls his eyes at Joey. What? Did you roll your eyes at me, Sean? No. Just at your slow delivery, maybe. That's hurtful. April applied for an award on behalf of Anne, so she'd get a rejection letter. Oh. What did she apply her for? Uh, Is it like best jockey? It is not. Sean, can you steal for the win? Motocross driver of the year. Oh, uh, Sean! I knew it was in some sort of sports-related thing. Win. Sean W. Was that the official name of it? I feel like I was maybe missing a, uh, a word. It sounded pretty right. Yeah, I think. Oh, okay. I, I just know so. my Anne. Yeah, you just know <laughs> your Anne. Of course, I would even, that one right. That even fake. Even fake awards that she didn't even know about. <laughs> Just so she could get the rejection, rejection yeah. letter. Fan. My cousins did motocross for a long time. They had uh they had a shelf around like the perimeter of the roof of their house that just had like hundreds of trophies and the garage had a bunch of trophies too. Like I don't know if they were the best, but they had a shitload of trophies. They are twins and one of them is named Sean. It wasn't me. No. The brother is Shane. They are Shane and Sean. Oh. That's very precious. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean, name. what happened in this episode? I know, right? Sion. But they're not they're spelled. spelled the same. Both spelled S-H. They're both S-H's. A-N-E. No. One is A-N-E. One is A-W-N. That's confusing for all their classmates. Shane and Sean. This episode was a two-part episode. It's actually two episodes in one. So it's a two-episode. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So they're in London because they want to be. Um, let's go through all the plots here. So there's Leslie, who is in London because uh, April nominated her for an award and she won. and Because Leslie is just having a hard time. Uh, dealing with Pawnee because Pawnee doesn't want her there anymore and she does she loves that city and cares for it so much that uh, April felt like uh, writing nominating Leslie for an award for the work that she does in Pawnee and she ad- actually ended up winning so they do a, a vacation sorts of sorts to uh, London um, oh at the beginning of ep- the beginning of the episode begins as the last episode ended with Chris giving his oh snap face because uh, Diane walked into the room after they were trying to figure out who's pregnant. But then it is Chris doesn't, that's not the reason why he's giving that face. Yeah, (laughs) that was pretty good. He gave the face for another reason. I forgot what that reason was, but it wasn't because he figured out who was pregnant. It was for something. It was something silly. Yeah. But so Diane asked Chris to leave the room. No, I keep saying Chris because it's fucking <laughs> Chris Pratt. Andy, 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 Andy. Andy leaves the room. 
Uh, and so Diane tells Ron that she's pregnant and what's he thinking? And then Ron is thinking that he loves this woman and he, you know, he was waiting to get on a canoe that he built to propose to her. But now he said, no time like the present. So he pulls out a box with a ring in it, asks her to marry him. And she, she says on one condition. There was one condition. What was the condition? She did not want a big wedding. She just wanted it to be a small little family affair. Yeah, both of them have been wedded and divorced. Yeah, and they're, she's not interested in that. And he was like, I agree. Let's go up to the fourth floor. And she was like, great, let's do this. So they go up to the fourth floor. And as they're walking. And as they're walking to get up there, they go. They come across Leslie and April. And I was like, this would be the worst idea to tell Leslie that you're about <laughs> to get married right now. It would be the she worst. She took it so well at first, though. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, she's like, oh, that's cool. And she just kind of walks by, but then like turns around, what? And I know she's going to have something to say, and she want to do all this stuff, and they didn't want a hoopla, and she's probably going to try to delay it so she can be all involved. I was like, no, you shouldn't have said anything. But they did great. She didn't, she didn't get in the way too much. I thought this would be trivia. So oh. they go down there, and then she's like, you need a bouquet. And she grabs a bunch of highlighters, and she's like, hold this rainbow highlighters. And then she's like, I need rice. I need rice. Hold on. And then she tears up paper, and they do the ceremony, and she's there, and April's the best man, and she's the matron of honor. And then as they walk out, she throws the paper and yells, pretend this is rice. <laughs> yeah. So she, she, she keeps it calm. And for they the most part, do what I mean, they need, yeah. She's just, you know, jumping in the back, like Oh yeah, she's so excited. Uh trying to interrupt the uh the officiant. Yeah, April went and found some dude that could officiate officiate the wedding. Uh Ethel Lady, she made the marriage license. That's where we learned what Diane's middle name was. Uh, I do like that uh, the guy was like, how can I performed a quickie wedding for you before? And Ron was like, <laughs> probably so, but this one will last. Yeah. And so they get married. And that was the, that was, all of that was a cold opening. Um, and, so, and then the London thing happens. So they go to London. Meanwhile, Tom is running across the street to uh, the store. His competitor that he thought was being run by P. Diddy uh, because they're pretty much putting him out of business. Uh, Jenny Slate quits. Uh, Mona Lisa, that's her name. Mona Lisa quits, and we find out that they're not dating anymore. So that was, you know, an unsolved mystery that's been solved. Uh, <laughs> so it's just no longer a mystery now. Tom also yeah. thinks at some point in this episode that Jason Statham might be the investor. <laughs> And oh, uh, yeah, that's LeBron. The as same well. scene, I think. <laughs> He's like, You got everything here so fast. Seems like you had to have a quick transporter. Who could have transported it? And the guy's like, It is not Jason Statham. <laughs> so, yeah, not I forget what he, how he alludes to LeBron. Oh, something about having enough room to put his championship his trophies. trophies. Yeah. 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 So, um, so I think what it's Donna and Tom do like an investigation. Uh, they go through some public records to find who owns it, um, and they they get an address. So Tom goes to the address, and as he pulls up to the address, he sees 
Anne and Chris walking in. And so, and actually, yeah, and this is a month later after, after the. Uh, oh, right, because it jumps ahead. This is a month later after the group decides, the, the rest of the group decides to go to London. Um, but they're not in London for a month. No, no, no. It's just a month later. It's just a month after, like, the cold open, right? To, to explain. It's uh, a month later when all Andy's the rest off. of the the shenanigans go on, and then it's another month in Lon- when they're in London. Yeah, but not yet. No. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Tom runs in there. It turns out to be a doctor's office. Um, and when we get in there, Anne is having a sonogram because Anne is pregnant. This is how we find out Anne's pregnant. Wow. She With finally the green did it. Size. Fetus. She finally did it. Embryo? She finally did it. She and finally it wasn't from did Sean. it. No, yeah. it appears to be Chris's baby. I mean, there was no paternity test. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, so we'll Tom, wait and see. Tom interrupts this, you know, beautiful moment to run in and accuse Anne and Chris of uh, trying to put Tom out of business. Uh, but they're like, no, we're here for this reason right here. <laughs> Uh, look at this uh, growing, growing human inside of me. But then, so Tom looks at the doctor, and it turns out it's the Fonz from Happy Days, Henry Winkler. Uh, <laughs> it would be, be great funny? if it was the Fonz. If it, yeah, it was just the Fonz. He's like, I'm a doctor now, but I like to do. Hey, I like shops. Hey. So, so, <laughs> yes. That's what I kept saying. I didn't say Mister Safferstein or however you say the last name. I just kept man, Safferstein. It's the Fonz. Or the uh, Mr. Coach Klein from uh, Waterboy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> or from Barry. The teacher oh, whose name is escaping me oh, now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I ain't seen no he Barry. He is the teacher in Oh, it's Barry. great. But we only can see season one because then it was like, you have to log in with this. And we haven't done that yet. And it turns out that it was the Fonz who's been, who built uh, the competitor across the street from Tom's store. Because he is John Raphael and Mona Lisa's dad, and both of them, his children, lied to him, saying that uh, John Raphael said that uh, Tom cut him out of the business, and then uh, Mona Lisa said that Tom took her virginity, and so now he's pissed and to get revenge for his and children. Broke her heart. He. Uh, and then I think it jumps ahead a month, right? And we go to London. Also, the my first laugh of the season was a Donna line. I can't remember what it was now, but it was like the first time she appears. Like just her whole body language and everything was really funny. My first laugh. Well, okay. <laughs> so I was laughing and I re- actually rewound the part because it made me laugh so hard. Uh, so Chris and Anne, they want to go around the office telling everybody that uh, they're pregnant. And they first go to Donna and Donna could already tell. Yeah. That, and so she... So before they say anything, she, and Donna's like, let me guess, you're pregnant. And, she, and they were like, oh, how did you know? And so Anne had changed her clothes. And then um, there's some other giveaway. Like her feet are swollen, so she's wearing different shoes and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she looks at Chris and says, oh, when did you switch to boxer briefs? And uh, Chris is like, last night. How did you know? And then Donna's just like staring at his crotch. 
This might have been the part I was laughing at, too. <laughs> and the look on her face. <laughs> but she's like, I notice things and, and I have to jump in front. Oh, yeah, because Chris and Anne, they're full on dating, too. They're not just going to be parents. They are actually in a relationship. So yeah. they are together and they are happy. Uh, but back to the main part of the episode. They're in London. Leslie is there to receive this award. Ron is there. Because it's Diane and him want it's gonna be a great uh honeymoon. Honeymoon. But then she got a, a serious case of morning sickness, so she couldn't go, but she still made Ron go as a honeymoon. And then Ron and he said hates something that. <laughs> yeah. And then Ron said what he preferred his honeymoon be anyways. It's drinking I don't know how to say it, like a it's whatever what was on the quiz we did last yeah, week. Yeah. It was that line from Yeah, Lagavulin like whiskey. Yeah, two hours of vigorous lovemaking and then bed by 8.30 p.m. Yeah, it was like, oh, I know that from somewhere. Oh, it's from the cl- the quiz we did a while ago. Um, so, yeah, Ron's there. Uh, Andy is there. And Andy is really skinny now compared to old Andy. He said he lost 50 pounds because he gave up drinking beer. This is the excuse they use for when Andy is in Guardians of the Galaxy and gets Super Jack or Chris Pratt. Uh, but everybody else looks the same. Actually, April looks older. like more. Yeah, and she has different hair, I think. I, yeah, maybe because she, she cut her hair, she looks older. Um, but everybody else looks the same. Uh, but fully realized, full fleshed out characters with that character development, they are here. Um, Andy and Ben go to meet some rich guy because they're still doing the uh, charitable, they're still in charge of the non-profit stuff, charitable donations for Sweetums. Sweetums. Um, And so they're there meeting with this guy to get, you know, some donations or fundraisers. Yeah, I guess they're trying to, I didn't really understand that plot point because they want to make their after-school music program international, which I guess that's a thing that could happen, but it seems like it hasn't been so long since they've started it but they said it's been really successful and they want to get this guy in on it it's going to be great press and his name is eddie and he's like eighth in line to the throne or something like that and he's just excited to he's he wants to do something so i guess he like established a non-profit with some of their money like from the family but he doesn't really know anything about it and so He's just like, uh-huh, cool. Yeah. He yeah. Um, he just wants to hang out. Him and Andy are like immediately best friends. Um, and Ben's trying to be serious, talking about serious stuff, and but they just wanna and I don't remember his name because he gave some long name, but Andy said that's stupid and he agreed. So they just called me Wait, what's it? I Eddie? think it was Eddie. Eddie, yeah, yeah. yeah you said Ed- it. Edgar Covington. He has a lot more to it's, his title as it's well. It's like Daenerys. Yeah. Daenerys Duke Errol of blah, 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 gabaga, blah, 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 So they go outside and they fight his... Look at his... I'm sorry, we've got the full name here. His Royal Excellence, Lord Edgar Darby Covington is the 14th Earl of Cornwall-upon-Thames and the 29th Baron of Hertfordshire. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Oh, ran out of breath, Santa. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's, he's kind of like Paul Rudd's character. Uh, really rich. Uh, doesn't know a lot. But he's really nice. Playful. Yeah. He just wants to hang out. Um, so, uh, so yeah, him and Andy hit it off. And pretty much all of this plot point was this 
Andy and him doing stuff and Ben trying to be serious, but then getting interrupted by Andy saying something that the guy likes to do. It ends up going to where uh, Ben's trying to get down to the nitty gritty of this uh, this uh, proposal, um, <laughs> but uh, the guy he just he's he just says I don't know what I'm doing. Um, he says I, like so many people have come and spoken to me and told me about their organizations, but I don't know if they're good or bad. And Andy's like, hold on, because Ben starts to talk, and Andy's like, wait, 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 wait. Our program is great. He's like, I'm in. Like, Perfect. I'm in. Let's do this. Like, but there's that's one, all I needed. There's one condition. Uh, the guy likes Andy so much that he wants Andy to work for him. So Andy would have to move to London for three months. Which makes sense because ne- either he, they have to film Guardians of the Galaxy. Either that or like, um, it wasn't April supposed to be in Bloomington anyway for a... Uh, yeah uh, so she'll probably go to vet school while he's in london is what i was thinking yeah and so they'll be all right um and they they, uh andy and april were i guess on an elevator or something they were something somewhere high up not an elevator they were just in a building that had a big old glass window yeah like an overlook (laughs) like Uh, an out yeah and they were talking about it no a lookout an observation deck Mm mm-hmm and they were saying, yeah, we'll make it. Let's do the distance. And so, and then they kiss. And I can go the distance. Yeah. All of that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and so Leslie is receiving this award, um, but she's been checking in. She got on her laptop and checked her emails or checked back on Pawnee to see what was going on because she misses her hometown. And when she checked, she found out that they're shitting on her because she took a picture and put it on Facebook of her in London. And so they went on your herd with Perd. <laughs> the lady was... Yeah, I believe this was there. actually the final word with Perd. Oh, the final word. With, <laughs> yeah, I don't know anymore. Um, and so <laughs> she's up there the lady from uh that doesn't like her, what's her? It's, it's Catherine Leslie. Pinewood. Yeah, yeah from her. the fast food corporation. And she outs Leslie for being in London. And so they did a poll, and it's a very confusing poll. And one of the answers was, I was too confused by the questions of this poll. Basically, should Leslie be in London, or are you okay that she isn't in Pawnee? I don't know. It, it was like, <laughs> is it okay for her to be there? Should she be here or something else? So there was like three parts to the questions. And then the answer choices were like, she should not be in London. It's fine that she's there. Or I was too confused by the question. And 34% of people, (laughs) I think, were too confused. Yeah. But most, the other highest percentage was that they, that she should not be there. Is, do you think Leslie Nope should be in England? Do you not think that? Or do you not think that? (laughs) That was the question. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so then she's feeling down. So now she's mad, and she goes to the this award ceremony where five other women are getting a, awards too. There's this lady from Denmark uh, who Leslie likes her because her face is so symmetrical. Uh, and she says everyone in Denmark looks that way. <laughs> they all have symmetrical faces. <laughs> and she's talking about how much the uh, her town loves her. Um, and they made a goat cheese stat, a goat cheese little replica of her. And then there's a Mongolian lady that April's in love with, who uh, also 
she's a mayor, but she also catches Wolverines. And so April's just following her around and like putting her head on her shoulder while people are speaking. Um so and then Leslie has to talk about her town. She's like, Yeah, they don't really like me. And so at when it's speech time, and Leslie gets up there, she has her note card, she's well prepared, well spoken, but she t- kind of just goes off track because she's still upset about Pawnee not treating her well, and she just goes off and says, uh, she calls Pawnee pee-pee heads? Yeah, and then she apologizes, not for calling them that, but for saying pee-pee heads at the <laughs> ceremony. Yeah. she. And she, then, of course, they were streaming it, and everyone saw. Everyone saw. Jerry was uh, doing a party for Leslie uh, back in Pawnee, and so it was, it was webcast to everybody. And they all saw it. Jerry called her and was like, hello. And said, Jerry said, this is Jerry. And Leslie and doesn't know who doesn't Jerry know. is. Yeah, like, she's like, like Jerry, 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 who? He says, like, Gergich. And she's like, Jerry, Gergich. Oh, why are you calling me? Wasting my minutes. Yeah, wasting her any time. And, it's, uh, and then he explains. And she's like, oh, no. But then, like, the next day, she's not sorry for it. Uh, she really feels hurt by her. Yeah. By her town, and even uh, Ron has a talk with her, pretty much explaining to her, "You got in this thankless job not to be thanked. Like <laughs> you have to be the adult here. You're not being the adult by calling them pee pee heads." Um, so, uh, kind of telling her to grow up, and she started whining like she was a child. Uh, but then she, you know, she takes his advice, and then they go get a drink. They and but. They find a pub that is between two butcher shops, and Ron has to go to the two butcher shops before he goes in that pub. Um, but uh, so Leslie's planning to go home early. Wait, no, that was that was earlier. That was before the awards. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I think that's pretty much it for London, except for the Ron part. Yeah. Leslie makes Ron like a, a bunch of train tickets and says, go here, you'll be happy, and this is your belated uh, wedding gift. And as we learned earlier in seasons, Ron likes scavenger hunts, even though he doesn't like to admit it. And so he uh, he goes without questioning. <laughs> uh, and this kind of jumps ahead to the hot clothes. It ends up being the, uh, how you say it? I don't know how to say it. Lagavulin. The Lagavulin distillery. Um, after this long, he saw some sights, saw some cliffs, read some poems, cried, even though he didn't know what they meant, um, and ended up going Only to... Only like the third time he's ever <laughs> cried or so. <laughs> he uh, is at this uh, distillery having a great time with the folks there. And so now, because he was, he was hating on Europe the entire time, because uh, he said history began on July 4th. 1776 um that's how much he despises europe uh but now it actually turns out there's some places in europe that he does enjoy including where they make this whiskey um let's see chris and and they're pregnant leslie came home and they were upset that nobody's giving them the proper reaction to them being pregnant but once they told leslie when she got back they got the response that they wanted. She was hugging Anne for so long, even though she had taken uh, a downer to fall asleep on the plane, but then an upper to not fall asleep. And so Anne was a crap in her eyes because uh, 
Yeah, she changed her mind a few minutes after taking the sleeping pill, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which is weird. So yeah, Leslie's super happy for them, and they got what they wanted. And they, they were Chris and Anne are reading all these books because they're you know worried about they they've never been parents, and so they don't know what to do. But they just know that they're gonna get through it together. But if they don't, I'm here. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Tom, um, oh yeah, fronts, uh, Mona Lisa, and not Ben Schwartz. What's his uh, name? John, John Ralphia. Ralphia. Uh, he does have our quote of the episode. Oh, okay. As, there are a lot of good quotes in here, including. I uh, mean, it was two episodes sarcasm. in yeah. one. That's true. I guess we could get. I uh, <laughs> from from part two, we could have April saying, "I'm Odie Garfield's enemy." <laughs> oh yeah, that was like a little like. And she had that yellow like hoodie on. Growling noise. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah just, I like that. Did a bite thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's delightful. And then the quote of, I believe this is in part one. So yeah, we'll say both of them. John Ralphio saying, when life gives you lemons, you sell some of your grandma's jewelry and go clubbing. And Tom does <laughs> not agree. Surely He's like, that's not, a, that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible <laughs> advice. But he, Tom confronts John Ralphio and Mona Lisa, uh, asking why they lied to him to their daddy. And they admit to it. And so Tom's like, well, one of you has to tell him the truth. And they both call. No, not it. Not it. But then Mona Lisa said it first. So John Ralph has to <laughs> do it. And so they go to some conference room with the lawyer, Sean. The Sean, the lawyer, that's not his real name. Um, uh, the Fonz. That's his good place name. Some lady in the back who's pregnant. I thought she would be acknowledged, but no. I know. <laughs> And then I was like, what's this lady all about? Yeah, I think and then, they just want us to subliminally always be thinking about babies. Hey, man, 2013, man. Uh, <laughs> and, so, and so John Ralphio admits to his dad that uh, Tom's a great guy and he just quit because he didn't really care about the job and he did something else. But then uh, Mona Lisa stands up. She says, just so you know, I've done nothing wrong. <laughs> and then she asked for money. And so he gives money, her money. Please. Money, but, please. And so then Tom is like, see, all right, your kids lied on me to you. Uh, can you stop trying to put me out of business? But then the Fonz is like, well, I'm making too much money now, so I'm going to keep it going. So he's just as shitty as his kids are. So you see where they get it from. And then on his way out, he tells them to blow him a kiss. So they're like blowing him all these kisses for like the longest time. Um, until he and then he invites leaves. them to dinner the next day. <laughs> and then Tom and John Ralphio are talking later and he's like, man, your dad. And he's like, I know, right? Actually, I'm going to have dinner with him right now. Do you want to go? And Tom's like, no. <laughs> uh, but then Ben, no, Ben, John Ralphio gives Tom some encouraging words, words not to give up. Um, don't let, yeah. don't let his dad put him out of business. And so Tom's going to cook something up. We'll see what it is. Excited to find out. Excited to find out. Leslie and uh, April were throwing coffee beans in the grass to get rid of some slugs that this lady had complained about. Because Leslie said, no problem too small. And so they, they find a way to get rid of all the slugs. But then the lady was like, I didn't want you to get rid of all the slugs. Just most of them. And so, again, Leslie not being thanked for the hard work she does. Yeah, chill out, lady. That is an unreasonable request. <laughs> for real. Odie sitting there. And Leslie introduced her <laughs> as Odie. No, she said she was Odie. And then said, yeah, me and 
Odie. <laughs> Which, the name Odie is quite is quite hilarious. I think I think it's funny, especially if a human girl was named. Yeah, Odie. no, that's standalone <laughs> phony. You don't even have to relate it to Garfield. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Was that it? Did I get it all? I think so. That was a lot. That was two episodes. This podcast has gone over. Ooh, ooh, that was a big one. But we got. We got a lot of bits to do still. That's true, including a new one. Oh. A new one. We'll a see how this sticks. One. It's a little, uh, uh, it's a little uh, did you notice? Uh, um. Something going on, either in the background or, uh, you know, real quick and subtle, that I'd feel too rude doing for trivia. And what did you notice, Joey? Well, in this episode, Leslie has a 40-step process. Oh, yeah, that's true. For getting back uh, her 40 phases to success, to getting back in the good graces of Pawnee. And so you may have seen some of them on the board, but did you did catch you all of them? No. No, you didn't. So let's let's go through them all real You're quick. You're going to read 40? Real quick, real quick. Okay. Did you notice? I'm not going to say which number, though, so oh. count along at home. I mean, okay. I'll go in order, but... All right, go. Just seems One. cumbersome to throw it in. Believe in yourself. Two. Plan to be spontaneous. Three. Take back the night. Return the day. Four. Bring the fight to them. Five. Take it to the streets. Six. Change the game. And then an asterisk. Find the box. Invent stuff to do. Wear someone else's clothes. That's what April does when she nominates her. She's like, remember phase six? And then Leslie's so proud of her. Seven. Throw out the old rules. Eight. Change the game back to what it was. Asterisk. Amend folder five of restrictions and rejections. Nine. Costume ball. Ten. Meet and greet. Meet spelled M-E-A-T. Eleven. Free Sundays. Twelve. Super Soaker Tuesdays. Thirteen. Think outside the box. Fourteen. That one's Oh, maybe that's what April was. Bite the bullet. Fifteen. Dealer's choice. Sixteen. Stop, drop, and bowl. Seventeen. And then an asterisk vote on changing team shirt design. Nice. Seventeen. Kill him with kindness. (laughs) Eighteen. No pain, no gain. 19. Take it to the streets. 20. <laughs> Spring forward, fall back. 1. 21. Bring home the bacon. 22. Reach out to Bono. 23. Reach out to Springsteen if Bono's not available. 24. Reach out to Mellencamp if Springsteen's not available. These feel like they should be asterisks of the others. They 25. Are. They are. Well, the... 25. Yeah. Reach out to Andy if Mellencamp's not available. 26. No problem too small. 27. B26. That's the current one that we're working on. our roadkill scrape-a-thon. Phase That's the new one that she's about to go into. 20. Eight. Brainstorm more phases. Submit to task force. <laughs> 29. Get people to wash their hands. 29 plus 1 is 30. Pump up the volume. 31. I didn't come here to make friends. 32. What would Romney don't? 33. Stand on shoulders of heroes. 34. <laughs> An asterisk for that one. Remove shoes first. Oh, good. 34. Media push. 35. All systems go. 36. Dog prom. 37. Uh, lose faith temporarily. See folder five for rejections and restrictions. Oh, 38. Get plenty of rest for all night rally. 39. All obstacles removed. 40. Total success. Victory. Oh, nice. That's a good one. Sounds get, flawless. Get there. get there, Leslie. How could it fail? Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. I don't know. But that was 40 things. Those did you notice? And we, we need a catchy jingle for that. Maybe it the... can be Sean whispering. I mean, I think he did was trying notice? to make that happen. Did you? Did I notice? Did you notice? Maybe. Well, in any case, prepare your ears because we're going from whispering into top five. You get caught up in the top five. 
All right, season six, first episode. Here we go. This is going to be places that I would like to travel to. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Number five. Number five is Scotland. I think that would be really cool. Like we said earlier, we went to um, London. Oh, maybe we didn't say this earlier. Joey and I went on a trip to London and Ireland. Sorry, we said this yesterday, um, which doesn't help any of you listeners. But I really, really liked Ireland. I've always wanted to go there. It was great. London's also cool, but I had like very briefly been there before. Um, so Scotland just feels like a good place to try out as well. Number four. Noise. Um, I would like to go to Japan. Also a very cool place. Um, lots of, I, I don't know. It, it feels like, I feel like they have a lot of different things going on there. Cause it's a lot of like, you know, like fashion and like revolutionary things and technology. But then there's also a lot of like kind of long held traditions and things like that. So it just seems like it'd be a fascinating place to visit. Number three. So I'm going to say Thailand, I think. Um, I kind of just want to travel. When you go to Asia, I hear that there is it's very inexpensive to travel to other places. So maybe I'll start in Thailand and then like make my way around to a couple other countries while I'm over there. That would be fun. Number two. What, what Joey? You just didn't say anything about Thailand. What why do you mean? Wa- why you want to go? Your reason for going to Thailand was that you can go to a lot of other Well, no, Asian I just countries. like want to, I mean, it's a cultural experience. I want to go there and like see what there is and like travel around. But then I think while I'm there, I should afford myself the time to go to other places too because it's so easy to travel there you know what i mean so sorry that was unclear you're right i think thailand would be cool good food good people interesting experience that kind of stuff ouch okay sorry my back is that three where we still on three we're on two now (laughs) number two egypt um, similar reasons. Well, not really. I mean, long history, lots of like different things there. Very interesting culture as well. Um, a lot of cool like art comes from Egypt. So yeah, just would like to see that as well. Number one. Uh Peru, because it is a cool place to explore, and I'd like to see the Inca Trail. And it's very beautiful. Joey went there, actually. And the pictures are magnificent. Yeah, you can get a llama. I'm sorry, an alpaca charging right at you. Oh, that would be fun. It's pretty delightful. I've also never really been to South America. Like, the furthest I've been is Belize. So that's, yeah. Like, I should go to South America, too. Can you Belize it? I barely can Belize it. Got to prep for that altitude, though. It is real intense. And we had someone on our Inca Trail trip get sick. Yeah. Via altitude. altitude. He tried. Yeah. I believe he came the night before we started making our trek up the Inca Trail. It started at like 5 a.m. So already we're all tired and complaining. Yeah. Got to give yourself add a, that out a while to adjust. She wasn't the altitude. I'm, I, no. He I was an altitude. I, I can do this all night. Oh, Please God. don't. Oh. Top five. We were caught up in the top five. My voice cracked. I tried to harmonize. It wasn't the worst. 
Well, that'll be a nice little uh, segue to cat. Categories. Categories. Haley just taken over. I thought the theme I was supposed to say here. it. No, you say it. He, he says it first. Okay, how nah, does it go? You say, no, no, no. Guys, it's a new season. I don't We've remember. Moved on. New season, new rules. It's fine. There are no rules. Now, Haley, I uh, <laughs> did mention Scotland, which is part Uh-oh. of the uh, UK oh, no. over there. Oh, no. What are we about to do? So we're going to do European countries Why? and Why see how well your geography this will is be. going. <laughs> Let's the open shortest, it to the world. The shortest no. categories. It will be a categories. Cat categories. Question. Uh, I'll start with the. Well, uh, you go ahead, Sean. Yes. Is Russia in Asia or Europe? I'll allow it. Wait, where is feel it? like I always feel like we learned in school that it was in both of them, but I don't know how accurate that actually is. Well, and you don't know how Russia considers itself to be, I guess. Russia is Russia. It says located in Eastern Europe and Northern Asia, according to Wikipedia. There you go. It's so both. Correct. All right, Sean, you hold on to that answer. Go, Jerry. All right, I'll start us off with Russia. No, I'll do, uh, ah. I'll do the United Kingdom. Belgium. Russia. You can't say just United Kingdom, though, right? Cause it's well, UK that- is specific. That's technically, yeah, that's England and Scotland. Mm-hmm. So I can't say England or Scotland. Okay. Yeah, those are out. You can't. Ireland. Poland. Uh, Something else that's up there. Spain. Portugal. Germany. Oh, y'all are going too fast. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) Germany. Iceland. Estonia. Austria. Oh, my God. Um... What else? What else is up there? I'm intentionally avoiding a couple of what I think are obvious ones, but maybe not. I said Spain already. If you like food. There's two others. I it, Italy. Like. Italy. Yeah, there's one. Italy. There's one. You have the tour of it sometimes. Uh, <laughs> no, I only get the classic. Not Classico. a bad tour. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, Norway. Switzerland. Is, wait, Sweden. Very good. Finland. Oh, I already said that. Did you say Portugal? Yes. Okay. Joey did. Then not that. <laughs> um, uh, oh, no. Bolivia? That's South Bolivia. America. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know why I said that. Um, Denmark? Did we say that? There you go. Oh, we didn't say that Heidi one? Klum okay. in this episode. That's right. who that was? I was like, all right, she looks familiar. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to figure that out, too. It all makes sense now. Uh, did we say it's Greece and Europe? It is. Belarus? No. Uh, France? Whoa. That was oh. the other one, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Oh. Wait, don't be So I said Greenland. And not, wait, I said Iceland. You said Iceland. Is, is Greenland in... In, yeah. It, it, does anybody live in Greenland? Because uh, it's all not ice. Really. I'm. I mean, and that doesn't make it not a place. I don't think it's on the uh, countries of the world quiz on Sporkle, but that's fine. Uh, that's oh, okay. Fine. So no, it, it's not fine. That's no criteria. It's it still is, a place. I don't. It is not fine. So what okay. we're gonna do oh. here oh. is we're gonna say. Said I don't think Sparkle was... needs to be the uh, end all be all of everything. I just remember always typing in Greenland. Where is Holland? Although, Greenland's technically northeastern Holland. North America. He says Holland. 
Is that it? Now known as the Netherlands. Oh, okay. That's Netherlands. True. Well done. No, still good. Uh, where's Bruges? That's in Belgium too, isn't it? Uh, Albania. Oh. I keep thinking of places that I'm like, I don't, like, I, I keep wanting to say like Czechoslovakia. So, but yeah, or, just take out the Slovakia. Oh, the Czech Republic? Is that in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sure is. Um, I guess I lose here because I can't think of anybody here. Where's Borat from? He's from Kazakhstan. Is that a country? Very good. No way. That's in Europe? Yeah. <laughs> ah! Hungary. Damn it. Thirstory. No, I might be out. Where's Georgia? Is that Europe? North of Florida. Okay. You're a joke. But yes. And Turkey? Yes. I was trying to think of Turkey. I didn't. I only thought of Turkey when you said hungry. So, all right, categories. Cat categories. Cat categories. I feel like we made it further than you thought we would, Sean. This is Sparta. Where's that? Where's, where's Sparta? Okay, Sparta um, doesn't exist. Um, isn't that Greece? Or what's Rome? the uh, what's the uh? The dude, the per- where's Persia? Nowhere. Prince okay. of Persia. <laughs> Is that a country? I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Ottoman Empire? I feel like that is the same area, right? Like Persia and the Ottoman Empire. Persia is Iran now, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, there we are. Categories. 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 Yeah, yeah some, of those, some of those uh, Eastern European ones, though, are just tough. Tough to both remember and say. Turkmenistan. Well, oh, so, okay. So there was some that I, I was don't know not sure if they were like Middle East or Europe or like what the border... You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't sure where the cutoff was for some places. According to the Worldometer, uh-huh. maybe Worldometer is how you say it. There are 44 countries. Ones I don't remember us saying include Romania, Serbia, Lithuania, Bulgaria. Lithuania is one. Slovakia. So you kind of got it when you yeah, were Czechoslovakian. I... Croatia. Moldova, Bosnia, and Herzegovina. Mm, Herzegovina, of course. North Macedonia, Slovenia, Latvia. I think I said Estonia, right? Montenegro? You did. Luxembourg, mm. Malta, Andorra, Monaco, Liechtenstein, mm. San Marino, and then the Vatican City, the smallest country in the world with just over 800 people. So I feel like we got... Probably most of the ones we would have been able to get. Yeah. So that's, you know, we did, we did well, but we should also probably learn more about the countries of the world. We shall. But first we're going to learn about what Sean thinks next week's episode is about. Yeah. What the hell going to be? Well, that's an excellent (laughs) question. 
<laughs> What's it called, Joey? It is called the Pawnee Eagleton Tip-Off Classic. Go. What, are they going to play some basketball games? So every basketball game, they're going to have the dunker dude that dunked the ball, but he, he hates it that everybody remembers him for dunking the ball versus Eagleton, and Eagleton's probably going to recruit a bunch of NBA dudes, and so they're going to be like, it's not fair. They're like, oh, but they lived here. Oh. Sounded pretty spot on. We'll see if you're right next time. But in the meantime, why not say hello? Facebook, Twitter, at ParksRecPod, or shoot us an email, ParksRecPod at gmail.com. Of course, you can leave a five-star review, or I guess another star, but ideally a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Lovely. <laughs> I guess you can do it on Stitcher, too. You can leave reviews on Stitcher. Just wherever you Go can on leave in. your wherever reviews. Wherever you can leave a review, drop that five-star. You can star. do that for us. And... Maybe uh, maybe let us know. Any other... Uh, what were we asking for? Airplane travel. If you've flown first class. If you have baby names for Sean. And if you have any idea for trivia punishments for the loser. Which or rewards. Currently, Haley in last place right now. I'm losing. I'm the biggest loser. Daddy's favorite show. Daddy's favorite show. Parks and Rec. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.